Hey, and good morning, everybody. How's it going? Hope you're doing well this morning. It is December 2nd, Tuesday morning. Six, uh, it's not 6 a.m., it's 6.04. A little bit behind, uh, further behind than I want it to be, but uh, anyways, hope you are all doing well this morning. And this morning, it's just going to be uh, me, Joey. I uh, had some other things I had to take care of. But anyways, today's an exciting day. I do need to cut the, uh, make sure I stick within a time frame here. And I'm supposed to be going to uh, Orlando, Orlando today to a roofing process conference out there uh, hosted by Dmitry Lipinski of Roofing Insights. Um, I will be specifically uh, there to uh, help with my good friend, Matt Danskin of Restoration Referral System. Um, he's got an incredible system uh, for contractors, and I really, really believe in it. I believe that if you are a contractor and you don't use it, um, you are missing out. But anyways, uh, so all that said, like, yeah, so it's, I've got a long day, and tomorrow I'll probably be streaming, if possible, from, from Orlando, Florida. Um, and if any of you are out there, I hope to, I look forward to seeing you guys. Let's jump into this. We are starting uh, chapter three of Pilgrim's Progress. Uh, the story up until this point has taken, and I, and I just noticed in my in the title of this uh, video that I've been putting Pilgrim's Progress, and it's supposed to be the Pilgrim's Progress. Uh, the Pilgrim's name is Christian. At least the main character, the main Pilgrim's name is Christian. Anyways, like I said, we're, we've been uh, following the story along to the point to where uh, Christian has left. He's been made aware of the burden on his back. He believes that he's come to the belief that if he continues with this burden, that this burden will sink him lower than the grave, uh, this burden of sin. And he wants to leave, doesn't know where to run, and God sends a man named Evangelist out of his grace and mercy he didn't deserve it but this evangelist comes and gives christian the message of of christ tells him to go to the light and it's a little cliche right we hear that go to the light you hear that in a lot of uh, i guess novel stories but christ is the only one who said i am well he he is the life the light the truth and the way um, but he's also the light and to the point, like, in every sense possible, physically, uh, spiritually, emotionally, he is, he is the light. And and even though Christian doesn't completely understand and, and, and really is not able to grasp all the details, he knows that's what he wants. And even when a couple of his friends come, his old friends come and say, hey, man, is this what you really want? He said, man, I, I've put my hand to the plow. I can't turn back. This is where I'm going. I want you to come join me. And one of his friends turns back and says, no, you're crazy. I can't believe you're leaving all this behind you, all this, the, the life that you've built in the city of the destruction. And his friend Pliable says, you know what? What you're talking about sounds pretty good. I, I, I want to go. But as soon as they get started, they get caught up in the swamp the slew of despond and the friend pliable says you know what this is <laughs> this isn't for me i thought you said this was going to be good 
I thought you talked about a place of no suffering and no tears. And the moment we start on this journey, uh, we fall into this to this swamp. I, I, I can't do this. I'll see you later. And he gets he returns home. And not only does he is he not received well by his friends and family there because it was a lose lose for him because he had uh, been deceived, according to them. Uh, but then that he had also been uh, too weak to even fall for the, the delusion, if you will. Um, and uh, it, it just pushes him to the point where he ends up not just trying to justify his decisions. He just says, you know what? Christian was just, that guy was crazy. And he begins to backstab him and backtalk him. And that brings us, so that brings us to where we are uh, at now in the story. Uh, as I said, I, I don't have uh, Joey with me here, but if you'd like to join the broadcast, if you'd like to hop on here and, and add a couple words or or uh, give an opinion or ask a question, please feel free to do so. Uh, it's very easy for me to do that. I just simply just put put something in the comments, whether you're on YouTube or Facebook. Say, hey, I'd like to I'd like to add a thought here. And I can just post this link here to um, to the comment section, and you'll just have to click that link and hop on. It's that simple. So here we go, chapter three. Now, as Christian was walking solitary by himself, he espied one afar off, crossing over the field to meet him, and their hap was meet just as they were crossing the way to each other. This gentleman's name was Mister Worldly, Mister Worldly Wiseman. He dwelt in the town of Carnal Policy, a very great town, and also hard and hard by from whence Christian came. This man, having some knowledge of him, for Christian's setting forth from the city of destruction was much noised abroad, not only in the town where he dwelt, but it also it began to be the town talk in some other places. Mr. Worldly Wise Man, therefore having some guess of him, by beholding his laborious going, by beholding his sighs and his groanings, and the like, began thus to enter into some talk with Christian. How now, good fellow, whither away this burdened manner? And uh, let, let's just clarify who this is who's talking. This is Mr. Wardley Wiseman. He lives in the city of Carnal Policy. So this, this land of Carnal Policy is on the way from the city of destruction. On the way to the gate, you have this this city called Carnal Policy. And you have a man that's from there who approaches Christian. And he asks him, oh, where, where are you going like this with a burden on your back? And Christian responds, a burden manner indeed, as ever I think a poor creature had. And where, as you asked me, whither away? I tell you, sir, I'm going to yonder wicked gate before me. For there, as I am informed, I shall be put in a way to be rid of my heavy burden. Hmm. World, world, worldly wise man says, "Hast thou a wife and children?" I do, but I'm laden with this Christian with this burden that I cannot bear. That pleasure in them as formerly, methinks I am as if I had none. He's he's simply, uh, and I have I've listened to this in a little bit more of a bridge version. But he simply says, I can't enjoy my children and, and I can't enjoy my wife knowing that I'm in this state. How can I love them knowing that if we die in this city, they're all going to go to hell. They're all going to sink to this lake of fire. 
this this reference that he makes is to First Corinthians uh, seven twenty nine. I have a scriptures here. And I think we've actually looked at this reference uh, before. And Second Corinthians seven twenty nine. Seven twenty nine. No, that's not right. First Corinthians. First Corinthians seven twenty nine. Old Bible here. And this is in response to uh, Christian. He was asked, "Don't you have a wife and children?" He says, "I, I do, but I, I just can't. I can't enjoy them like I used to, and it's it's almost to the point where I didn't even have any." 1 Corinthians 7.29 says this, But this I say, brethren, the time is short. It remaineth that both they that had wives be as though they had none. Very interesting. I can't say I've ever seen that verse in that light uh, as it's being compared here with Christian who says, I think I've seen this verse as more of a... uh, like maybe more of a description of heaven, you know, where people won't be married or given in marriage. But he, but I think that it makes complete sense that there's coming a time where it really doesn't matter uh, where where you're at in life. I mean, once you realize your plight, you realize where you're going. Uh, if you don't fix things quickly, then uh, you're going to. Uh, it's it's not going to matter who what's what your state you're in whether you're married or single with children without this is going to be the most important thing to take care of. Hey, morning, Matt. How's it going? It's good to see you this morning. Um, I'll see you shortly. It's going to be exciting. So, if you see in the comments below, at least if you're on Facebook, uh, Matthew Danskin of Restoration Referral System. Uh, if you want to know who I'm joining, that's who I'm joining while I'm down there, and I am very excited about that. Uh, anyways, back to the story here. Worldly wise man says, Wilt thou hearken to me if I give thee good counsel? If it be good, I will, for I stand in need thereof. I would advise thee, then, that thou with all speed get rid of thy burden. That makes sense. For thou wilt never be settled in thy mind till then, nor canst thou enjoy the benefits of the blessings which God hath bestowed upon thee till then. Christian responds and says, that is that which I seek for, even to be rid of this heavy burden. But get it off myself, I cannot. Nor is there a man in our country that can take it off my shoulders. Therefore, I am going this way, as I told you, that I may be rid of my burden. And he responds this way to to Worldly Wiseman, Mr. Worldly Wiseman telling him, man, you got to get this. You got to get this burden off your back. You can't live this way. Sounds very reasonable. John Bunyan puts a note here that says, A glimpse of the wicked gate or of deliverance from the guilt of sin by Christ will make the sinner reject all other ways and press on towards Christ only. And uh, he puts only in full capital letters here. Once you've seen this or once you've uh, been delivered by the guilt of sin, You won't go another way. You press towards Christ only. Worldly Wiseman says, Who bid thee go this way to be rid of thy burden? Christian responds and says, A man that appeared to me to be a very great and honorable person 
his name as I remember, is evangelist. Beshew him for his counsel. There is not a more dangerous and troublesome way in the world than is that unto which he hath directed thee. And that, and thou, and that thou shalt find if thou wilt be ruled by his counsel. Thou hast met with something, as I perceive already, I see the dirt of the slough of despond is upon thee. But that slough is just the beginning of sorrows that do attend those that go in that way. Hear me, I am older than thou. Thou art like to meet thou art like to meet with on the way which thou goest, wearisomeness, painfulness, hunger, perils, nakedness, swords, lions, dragons, darkness, and in a word, death and whatnot. These things are certainly true, having been confirmed by many testimonies. And why should a man so carelessly cast himself away by giving heed to a stranger? Why, sir, this burden upon my back is more terrible to me than all those things which you have mentioned. Nay, methinks I care not what I meet with in my way. If so be I can also meet with deliverance from my burden." And we have a note here that says, such is the frame of the heart of a young Christian. Worldly says, how camest thou by that burden at first? Well, by reading this book in my hand. I thought so. And it has happened unto thee as to other weak men who meddling with things too high for them do suddenly fall into thy distractions, which distractions do not only unman men as thine, I perceive, as thine, I perceive, have done thee, but they run them upon desperate adventures to obtain they know not what. Mr. Wardley Wiseman is, it's noted here that Mr. Wardley Wiseman does not like that men should be curious in reading the Bible. Wait, you, you've been reading that book on your own without my guidance? You've come to your own conclusions, you say? Yeah, just like everybody else, like the other weak people who, who, uh, Meddle in things they don't know what they're talking about. Christian responds, I know what I would obtain. It is ease from my heavy burden. But why wilt thou seek ease this way, seeing so many dangers attend it? Especially, hadst thou but patience to hear me, I could direct thee to the obtaining what thou desirest, without the dangers that thou in this way wilt run thyself into. Yea, and the remedy is at hand. Besides, I will add that instead of these dangers, thou shalt meet with much safety, friendship, and content. Christian says, pray, sir, open the secret to me. Why, in yonder village, the village's name morality, morality, there dwells a gentleman whose name is legality, a very judicious man, and a man of very good name, that has skill to help men off with such burdens as thine from their shoulders. Yea, to my knowledge, he hath done a great deal of good this way. Besides, he hath skill to cure those that are somewhat crazed in their wits with their burden. And here we have a note that I'm going to stop and read. Mr. Wardley Wiseman prefers morality to Christ, the straight gate. That is the exact reasoning of the flesh. Carnal reason opposes spiritual truth. The notion of justification 
by our own obedience to God's law, ever works in us, contrary to the law of justification by the obedience of Christ. Self-righteousness is as contrary to the faith of Christ as indulging the lusts of the flesh. Wow. The former is the white devil of pride, the latter of the black devil of rebellion and disobedience. Do you see now here the, see, the awful consequence of listening to the reasoning of the flesh? It's an incredible way that he puts that. The notion of justification by our own obedience to God's law is contrary to the justification by the obedience of Christ. And it's, it's incredible that he... And this is this. I would say this is where things begin to ring true with uh, the more relig- those people who have grown up in a religious background, or maybe uh, begin to uh, understand their lot in life, the fact that they were condemned in their sins, and saw Christ, but ended up getting caught into this idea that obeying obedience to God's law was the way that they could be justified to find justification instead of finding that justification in the obedience of Christ. Now, if those things are hard to understand, I'll tell you this, those things were extremely difficult for me to understand at one point. And I can't say that I'm in total understanding now or or any kind of ability to explain these things to you. That's why I'm reading this book, because it's what has made the light clear for me. But I do know that, as, as John Bunyan points out, that your flesh, especially if you, if you think a lot like I do, uh, you reason with your flesh. You shouldn't reason with your flesh. You should reason with God. That's what God asked for in Isaiah. Come now, let us reason together. But instead, we reason with our flesh and say, no, this... You know, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna live in the lust of the flesh. I'm not gonna live in these sins. I'm I'm gonna live in in obedience to God's law, and, and I'm gonna live in obedience to God's word. And that is the height of pride. It's how John Bunyan puts it. It's the white devil. It's the you know I have the white and black devil on either side, and uh, once got their way, and the ones got the other way. But the fact is, they're both devils. It doesn't really matter. Uh what your reasoning is to not trust Christ. But I would say the most deceptive, the most deceptive mindset is that you can live in obedience to God's law to find justification. And it's just impossible. It's absolutely impossible. And it's just as bad as living a life of sin. It's just as bad because the outcome is the same. You end up uh, without Christ and in hell. Anyways, let's real quick, let's get back to the, Back to the storyline here. So uh, to catch up, Worldly Wiseman says, go to the city. It's, it's, it's a little village, actually, a little village called Morality. And they, there you're going to meet a man named Legality. And he's taken this burden that you struggle with off many people's back. Uh, it, it's, it's a simple way. It's an easy way. And you won't have to deal with all the struggles and trials you're going to have to deal with if you go through that gate over there. Don't go through that gate over there. Come with me, please. Let me get this burden off your back in a way that many other people have, a sensible way, a way that makes sense. And we'll go through this together. I mean, he's 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 really trying to identify with Christian here. And 
and, and with the sole purpose of pulling them away from not just the gate of Christ, which is Christ, but also the scriptures. He's not really, he wasn't really happy when he found out that Christian was coming up with his own conclusions after reading scripture for himself. He says, go to this man named Legal uh, Legality. To him, as I said, thou mayest go and be helped presently. His house is not quite a mile from this place, and he should not be at home himself. And if he should not be at home himself, he hath a pretty young man to his son, whose name is Civility, that can do it to speak on as well as the old gentleman himself. There, I say, thou mayest be eased of thy burden. And if thou art not minded to go back to thy former habitation, as indeed I would not wish thee, I may ascend for thy wife and children to thee to this village, where there are houses now standing empty, one that thou mayest have at reasonable rate, provision it also there is cheap and good, and that which will make thy life more happy is to be sure that there thou that there thou shalt live by honest neighbors in credit and good fashion. Wow, this is quite the uh this is quite the offer. Not only does he get the burden off of his back by uh, legality or civility um, or sensibility, but he he's not he doesn't have to go back to the city of destruction. He can just send for his wife and kids, and they can come live with him in this new city of, of morality. And he says that that the rate's pretty good. Um, food's kind of cheap and he'll get to live by neighbors who are just like him. They, they live honestly and good and in good lives. Now was Christian somewhat at a stance, but presently he concluded, if it be true that this meant that what this gentleman hath said, my wisest counsel is to take it as his advice. And with that, he thus further spake, sir, which is my way to this honest man's house? Do you see yonder high hill? Yes, I see it very well. By that hill you must go, and the first house you come to is his. So Christian turned out of his way to go to Mr. Legality's house for help. This hill is a picture of Mount Sinai, interestingly enough. And we have a note here, and a sad turn it proved to him, for he returned from the work of Christ for his salvation to his own works and obedience. And so did the Galatians of old. Mark the consequence. Christian is afraid of that Mount Sinai. All the dreadful curses of the law would fall on his head. So Christian turned out of his way to help to go to Mr. Legality's house for help. But behold, when he was got now hard by the hill, it seemed so high. And also that side of it that was next the wayside did hang so much over that Christian was afraid to venture much further, lest the hill should fall on his head. Therefore, or wherefore, there he stood still and knew not what to do. This hill of, of Mount Sinai, the, the hill of works, the hill of the law. And it's an incredible uh, commentary, as, as John Bunyan puts it, of, of the Galatians who began the work who the work of Christ began in them but they turned from it to the more sensible thing which was the works uh, to works and obedience but with works and obedience with the law comes all the curses of the law and this was this was uh, scary to um, to Christian and he begins to see this as he climbs this hill it's just too difficult to climb.
it becomes impossible, really. And uh, at that point, I, I'm going to stop there, uh, and we'll pick up there, hopefully, or willing, tomorrow. Um, if you don't have access, or if, you do, if you'd like to follow along or get this book for yourself for your own time and read it, I'll put a link in to this uh, Amazon link in the description. And uh, also, I'll put a link to my podcast, as well as a uh, if you're on YouTube. And then if you're on Facebook, I'll put a link to my YouTube, which is already in the description, and then um, the podcast as well. That's simply if you're like, this is interesting. I'd, I'd like to list, continue listening in, um, but I don't like opening Facebook in the mornings. Uh, then you'd be able to do that as well. Um, so anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening in. I hope you have a great day, and uh, we'll see you uh, next time.